Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Martech Masters. Today, I have Katie Morrissey from Wistia. She is a sales development manager, and I'm very excited to talk to you, Katie. How are you doing? Gabriel, great to see you. You always brighten my day and ramp up my personality. So That's awesome. You are awesome. Pleasure to be here. So, Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do at Wistia, and a little bit about Wistia. I know we had Chris Savage on the first episode of Martech Masters, but tell us more about your side of Wistia. Sure. And, Gabriel, I've known you for a while. I started my sales career at HubSpot and moved over to Wistia as an account executive, moved up a couple of roles there, and now I manage a team of sales development reps who mostly focus on getting demos for account executives. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you want to tell people who, again, everybody should know what Wistia is by now, but let's tell people what Wistia is and what you guys solved. Sure. Wistia is a video hosting and marketing solution meant to help promote, track, and integrate with other marketing platforms so you can have good-looking video on your site that hopefully performs well and that you can you know, integrate with the tools that you use every day. That's awesome. And again... I'm very excited to have you today here because um, a lot of people are thinking, how can, how can we adapt our strategy? How can we help our teams have a, have a process to communicate uh, at a more human level? And now that we don't have as many human interactions because of the, the unique times that we're going through, uh, video has become an incredible tool, not only live video, but also we're going to talk about other types of videos. So what have you seen happening in, in uh, companies that you work with or some of your customers or what, what are you guys doing with video to communicate from the sales perspective um, of Wistia? Yeah, so we see video used in a bunch of different stages of the sales process, anywhere from SDRs reaching out to companies trying to get them on the phone. And then also for post-demo, a lot of sales reps kind of get deals stuck in this. I've had the demo, I'm waiting for them to close this middle phase. And we've seen video uh, do pretty well in following up once you've had that interaction and you're trying to get them to close. That's awesome. So so one of the things that we, we, we talked about when we were discussing what to talk about today is the difference between live video and asynchronous video, you know, tell us a little bit about that and, and what works better for what, right? Yeah, so the one of the main things that we have every rep at Wistia do is we use Zoom, just like we're using today, and you always, always want to show your camera because you always want people to know who they're speaking with, and you're just way more attentive when you show your video. So that's a really good way to introduce folks to video, particularly from a sales perspective. If you're not comfortable showing your video the whole time, we at least recommend that you turn it on in the beginning. If you want to focus during the demo or the call, that's fine, and then turn it on at the end again. Um, so that's a good way for people to get comfortable making videos or recording videos, and then using videos throughout the sales process as well in your outreach and in follow-up. That's awesome, and, and, and I can't imagine people not being used to video. I remember we were having these issues a year ago, two years ago, and it was like, how do we get salespeople to use video? Now, I, I believe that everybody has gone through their crash uh, you know, course in Zoom and made all the mistakes, but it's very interesting getting, getting salespeople, getting everybody, but getting salespeople to use Zoom and turn on the camera. That sounds like a great idea to get them to do more video, right? Yeah, it's, it's essential. It's just a comfort thing. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are. And then, you know, you get better at focusing. You're not on your phone, on Instagram, on Snapchat, whatever else. You're, you're more likely to pay attention to the conversation and 
take better notes and, and have a better call really of course and and what about the other type of video asynchronous video is a completely different way of doing video why is that better how would you use it and, and what are the better situations the better examples for asynchronous video sure so we've seen an increase in rep sending videos just because of the current environment i think people are more likely to want a human face in their emails just because we're not getting a lot of interaction outside of you know netflix or, or disney plus um but the most important thing we've seen especially if you're a sales development rep or an intro sales rep is that you don't send it in your first outreach that we've found to be a lot if you're if it's relatively cold if you're sending someone communication for the first time that's better kept just an email or just a phone call we've seen better success in attempts two and three and when you make it clear that it's a video by including video in the subject line that we've seen the best success when you write video in the subject and have it within the body that's awesome and in why would you think that the first outreach um, is not working as much? Did, did you guys go through that analysis? Is there any data? Is it because people are weird uh, about, you know, this new phase that I don't know about? Like, tell me more about that part. I think for people, it's, it's a lot because people aren't, you know, necessarily expecting if they sign up for a free account of something. They might just want to play around or just try to navigate it themselves. They're not necessarily expecting a rep to reach out to them immediately with their face and saying, hey, let's get on a call. Um, we, a couple of years ago, ran an A-B test with the SDR team of outreach that included video in the subject line and the body and email outreach that did not. And we were measuring the success by a click-through rate. So the main thing to click was um, the rep's calendar and the video. And we saw the click-through rate of no video at 10% and with video in both subject and body at 42%. So it was pretty significant. It was the same amount of outreach for both, but we did see quite a, quite a significant difference. That's awesome. So, of course, Wistia has this amazing tool called Soapbox that we use pretty much every day for absolutely everything. Uh, but I believe that Soapbox is, is uniquely great for salespeople. Tell us more about how you guys use Soapbox or how you see other companies using Soapbox to create videos for sales outreach? Yeah, so for my team in particular, we have a very visual product for the most part. So if we see an area of opportunity if someone's using a YouTube video, for instance, and there are ads that appear, it's very clear to point out, hey, do you want people taken off of your domain and going onto YouTube? We have a solution that can help you with that. Would you like to explore it? Um, very visual, people see the ads, they see competitors, they're like, oh, I don't want this on my website. They're more likely to engage with us, we found. For companies, um, particularly agencies, we've seen a lot of folks do pricing proposals and presentations through Soapbox to make it a little bit more human and kind of walk through that situation. Um, and then we've also seen companies, even like product companies, use it a lot if they're demonstrating, hey, here's this thing that we want you to buy. Is it a sofa? Is it something like that? We've seen that pretty work pretty well just because it's a very visual product and it's, it's very easy to get the value very quickly. Of course, of course. Yeah, we use Soapbox. In a, in a variety of different ways. For the sales process, I, I do, like you said, second outreach or third outreach. Sometimes when we connected already and we're trying to bring someone back into the conversation, that's great because you have your face, you can put the typical board or you can have their website on the side with soapbox that could be the thumbnail and that brings their attention. But it's also, uh, we, we always talk about, okay, when you're going to create a video, the video shouldn't just be, Hi, John. Yeah, call me back. Bye. 
how, how do you create value for that video should be the first question that, that you ask yourself, right? So how do you guys think about creating value for sales videos? Because people are not going to reach back just because they saw your face and you say, call me back, right? Yeah. So it's always about them. And I think reps can get stuck if they start to make videos. They're typically pretty long. They just kind of ramble about their solution, their product. It's, it's mostly about them. Whereas we're trying to point out, here's something on your website that, you know, it's about you. First of all, it's your website, it's your videos, it's your content, but then tying that back into how we can help them. So making it really about, about them and, and not about us. And how long are those videos usually? What's the best? Again, it all depends on everything, but uh, what are the, the best, the, the best, you know, how, how long the video should be? If you can keep it around 30 seconds, that's really people kind of want to click the video. You want to get them obviously to stay throughout the whole thing, but you really want to keep it, it pretty quick. Even video signatures, for instance, I know your team has those as well. Those are typically always 30 seconds as well. So trying to keep things pretty, pretty consistent. Actually, that's a great example of another video for sales is creating your email signatures. We sometimes people don't think about it as a video for sales. We do it as part of video marketing and other efforts. Usually that's one of the first videos we create for everybody because it creates that human connection through that email. But for a sales person is even more important because you can you can become more human in the conversation by just them clicking on that video, you can tell them something personal, also why you're passionate about what you do or something that makes them connect with you. At the end of the day, people are not going to buy because the product is $10 or $15 or $1. Those decisions are important, but the human connection is more important than ever, right? A hundred percent. Totally agree. I, I love one of the features that I love about Soapbox. We use HubSpot, of course, and the integration with the HubSpot um, calendar is amazing because that Soapbox, and we're going to show it right here, right now, that Soapbox <laughs> video ends and then all of a sudden you have the, the calendar right there to schedule a meeting or a button at the bottom. I believe that increases the, the amount of, of calendar uh, events and, and, and and meetings that you can schedule through video. Have you seen that on your end too with the integration? We have, we've seen a lot of folks, we have it with Calendly and HubSpot, we use HubSpot, um, but it just makes it seamless. You don't have to click into a calendar, wait for it to load, then populate the, the link. It's just literally in your face as soon as the video ends. So that's definitely something just from a customer experience perspective, it's just easier for the customer. And then obviously the more, the more meetings you get, the, the better. So it's, it's a win-win. Of course. I have an extra question. I was thinking about metrics and how sales teams should track video engagement. How does your team track video engagement and understands the impact of video on the sales process? And how can people uh, understand a little bit more on, on how video is actually creating that impact? Yeah, so obviously email opens are great, but really what we're tracking is the clicks. So if you can have the video in the email and then that's the one thing for people to click, you take out anything else for people to engage with, that's really how we're measuring it is. Number one, are people clicking and, and actually following through with whatever the activity in the email is? And then you can see, okay, who's viewing my video? You can see how much of the video that they watch. So likely you can you can track some of that as well. But really what we're, we're looking for, like any good marketing campaign is, what is the click-through rate of this of this email? Of course, of course. And, and also very important, like you said, same video in the subject line increases the amount of 
of engagement that you'll have on that video. That's that's great. So um, we've talked a little bit about you know soapbox, the, the difference between live video and connecting directly with a Zoom meeting, uh, and also how to use soapbox to make it even simpler. Uh, tell tell us a little bit of, about some of your advice or whatever other things that you have seen in the sales process that video can be used to actually increase the flow, reduce the friction in the process. What are the things that, that you would say to any salesperson that uh, other opportunities to use video to make that process seamless? I think one of the best things to do is is mess up. You know, it's, it shouldn't be a super polished video. Of course, you know, you don't want to be doing anything ridiculous in the video, but if you stumble, if you sneeze, it's okay. It's, it's a human interaction. We're not, you know, video marketing experts as sales folks. We're for the most part, just trying to have a conversation. So I think the, the more you can do to just make it as human as possible, the better, especially now when the, the barrier for video is, is pretty low with, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, Snapchat, people aren't expecting you to have this whole, you know, production. If you're a sales rep, if you have headphones on, that's fine. You know, there's, it's, it's more just about that interaction and being, being yourself. Um, also just your, your body language is very, very important. You can tell if someone's you know, leaning in that they're really listening. You can tell if someone's smiling, if they're, if they're not, all of that really comes through. You might hear people like when they sing, they say to smile because that comes out in your voice. It really is the tone and, and you know, just how you come across is, is very important. And I think just don't be afraid to mess up. It's, it's okay. It would happen in a normal conversation. That's awesome. That's great advice. I, I, again, when we're training people to be on camera, that's the first thing. Go be in camera as much as possible. Make mistakes you know, do it every day and then you'll get better. It, it's, it's just like anything else. It's like riding a bicycle. Uh, you get used to it and it gets easier and easier. And then you don't even think about the camera anymore and you start having fun, which is the best part of it. Right. Uh, I, I love what you said about the smile. Uh, I, I went to different sales trainings and the best thing, they, the, the first thing they tell you when you're about to pick up the phone, they, they say, okay, smile first. And smile then and smile, even if it's a fake <laughs> smile, and then start talking because that smile comes through uh, through the phone. Of course, in, in the videos, even even better and more important. So that's awesome advice. Thank you, Katie. Anything else you want to share with us? This is your time. Thank you again for sharing all this amazing knowledge and talking today with us about video for sales. Anything else you want to share? This is your time. It doesn't have to be about video for sales or Wistia. Um, whatever you want to share, this is, this is your moment. Thank you, Katie. Yeah, of course. And I would just say too, even just thinking about it from a broader company perspective, if you have a new hire during this time, it's great to just have them record a video, record a soapbox, send it out to the company, just to have some of that interaction to feel like, you know, new folks from, you know, onboarding during this time can be pretty tough. So I think also just thinking about it from that perspective has been pretty, pretty helpful for us as well. It just creates, you know, an, another barrier of, Hey, I feel like I know that person, even though I, potentially I've never met them before. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. Thank you, Katie, again, for everything. Thank you for an awesome partnership with Wistia for all your help and, and all your advice over the years on the sales side of things. Uh, and stay safe. Okay. Take care. You too. Thank you, Gabriel. Have a good one. Bye-bye. This episode of MarTech Masters was produced and edited by Nextony Marketing. To watch the series, visit our website at nextonymarketing.com. Subscribe to our channel to keep up to date with the latest news from our friends and MarTech Masters.